Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Josiah Smith, filling in for Ben Blakey. It's Wednesday, August 10th, 2022. Now, one of the things that I've had to do pretty consistently in my time in student ministry is fill out the infamous letter of recommendation, whether it's for National Honor Society or for a college scholarship or a college application, whatever it might be. I've had plenty of emails and text messages and, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, lots of requests for me to fill out a letter of recommendation on behalf of a student. In fact, I actually really enjoy doing this. I love being able to highlight the students, particularly in a student ministry context and the way that I've seen them serve, the character that I've seen them develop or the leadership skills that I see them possess. It truly is a joy for me to be able to highlight these students. And you know that if you have filled out a letter of recommendation for someone else, that typically the organization that is requesting the letter of recommendation has a list of what we might call qualifications. They've got leadership qualifications, they have character qualifications, and your responsibility as someone who is filling out the letter of recommendation is to say whether or not this individual that's applying would fit those qualifications. Now, I don't know about you, but I have had over the years lots of individuals who have asked me to fill out a letter of recommendation that I could not with good conscience and in good faith, say that they fit all of the qualifications. And this is a maybe an awkward place to be, but as I looked at the character qualifications, as I looked at what was being asked of me for me to share my perspective and my opinion on whether or not they truly fit those qualifications, I couldn't say for a number of people that I could recommend them for that position. Now, it's interesting as we think about a letter of recommendation, particularly in our New Testament reading this morning in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, that is exactly what Paul says that we should be as believers. Particularly, he's talking about the Corinthian believers and how they serve as a letter of recommendation for him. Let me just read this. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, Verse one says, are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Now, Paul has in various books in both Galatians and first Corinthians, he has had to go to bat, so to speak, for his apostleship. So there's been some question about whether or not he truly is an apostle and the, the message that he proclaims, the ministry that he does. There's a lot of people that attack that ministry and that message and say, Paul, you are not truly of Christ. You're not truly an apostle. So there's a lot of times when he has to go to bat and commend himself and say, here is why you should believe the message that I'm proclaiming and the ministry that I am engaged in. And that's how he begins chapter three of second Corinthians. He says, are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Really guys, we're going to do this again. And then he goes on to say, or do we not as some do, do we not need as some do letters of recommendation to you or from you? Now here's what he says. That's very interesting in verse two. He says, you yourselves talking to the Corinthian believers, you yourselves are our letter of recommendation written on our hearts to be known and read by all. It's fascinating the way that Paul talks about this because he says the very fact that you Corinthian believers, the fact that you are a genuine believer because of the ministry that I had in the gospel that I proclaimed to you, that in and of itself is a letter of recommendation. That is how you can know that I truly am an apostle and that the message that I'm proclaiming is truly from 
Christ. He says, you yourself are our letter of recommendation written on our hearts to be known and read by all. In fact, that's why Paul, even in 1 Corinthians, he says, I decided to know nothing among you except Christ Jesus and him crucified. He says, the fact that you are pursuing holiness, the fact that you have experienced transformation, the fact that even as he goes on later in chapter five of Second Corinthians, he says that you are a new creation. That is evidence. That is a letter of recommendation, so to speak, that I truly am someone who fits the qualifications and the character requirements of being an apostle. He goes on in verse three and says, and you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us written, not with ink. This wasn't something that he wrote on a piece of paper or parchment. He says, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. And I think about that in terms of our lives as believers and just really thinking about whether or not we truly are letters of recommendation, so to speak, to those around us. Now, it's interesting. Paul says the Corinthian believers are a letter of recommendation for him and the ministry of the gospel. So I wonder, are we letters of recommendation for Christ and the gospel itself? Meaning, does our life showcase through our transformation, uh, our words, our pursuit of holiness, our attitudes, the way that we maintain a high view of God, do these things truly show that there has been something in our lives authoritatively that has transformed us? Are we walking, living, breathing letters of recommendation that the gospel of Jesus Christ has truly transformed us? Do you think about that in your families, if you're a parent in your relationship with your your kids or you're at your workplace or your friends or the people that you come in contact with, even the strangers that you might bump into at the grocery store or the DMV, could they say of you, you are a letter of recommendation, so to speak, on behalf of Christ, that they can see the validity of the message of the gospel being played out in your life? That's a good question for us to wrestle with this morning in the truthfulness of whether or not we truly are pursuing and living a life of holiness and whether or not we could say and those around us could say, man, we are a letter of recommendation. The gospel of Jesus Christ is all over us. And even as there are a list of qualifications, so to speak, for just a normal letter of recommendation, do we meet the list of qualifications for the gospel. Now, we understand that the gospel is by grace. You're saved by grace through faith. So there's not qualifications that you have to bring to the table, so to speak, but there's certainly a list of qualifications that the Bible prescribes to us for what it means to be a genuine believer. There's got to be fruit and evidence of salvation, fruit of the spirit. James says, faith without works is dead. And those qualifications are what we are being evaluated on by the world around us and even by other brothers and sisters in Christ on whether or not we truly are letters of recommendation, so to speak, on behalf of Christ and the gospel. If you think about what Paul says in, in various places throughout the New, the New Testament, including Ephesians, he talks about living a life that is worthy of your gospel calling. And that's really, I think, what Paul is saying here. He's talking specifically about defending his apostleship, and that context certainly is is limited, so to speak, in, in that way. But we're, we're trying to broaden this idea and to think about, man, we want to live a life that is worthy of the gospel so that we could say we are a letter of recommendation on behalf half of Christ and the message of the gospel. And another question that goes along with this, if we flip to our Old Testament readings today in Proverbs chapter 25 and 26, is the question of what type of person do you want to be 
known as. In Proverbs chapter 25, for example, there's this juxtaposition in this comparing and contrasting of the righteous man and the wicked man. It's those who are following in the way of wisdom and those who are following in the way of folly. And the question is, if we're going to be good letters of recommendation, we have to ask ourselves, what what type of person do we want to be known as? Do we want to be known as the, the righteous person or do we want to be known as the wicked person? Even Proverbs 25 verse 18 says, a man who bears false witness against his neighbor is like a war club or a sword or a sharp arrow. Think about those descriptions. These are harsh. They're stinging. They're they're almost like weapons. A man who bears false witness, who doesn't say things that are true, that doesn't fit the qualifications of what it means to be a good letter of recommendation on behalf of Christ and the gospel. It goes on in verse 19 and says, trusting in a treacherous man, someone who is wicked, someone whose life is marked with a folly and foolishness, uh, trusting in that type of man in time of trouble is like a bad tooth or a foot that slips. Think about those. I, I, if you get to know me a little bit more, you'll understand that one of the things that I truly dislike, I'll say, is the dentist. And having to go to the dentist for a bad tooth is, to me, one of my worst nightmares. But this says in Proverbs 25, 19, trusting in a treacherous man in time of trouble is like a bad tooth. It's a bad tooth that just is there. It's achy. It's it's giving you problems. It, it's it's not fun. You, you can't chew your food properly. And so there, there's even the, the element of you're not being able to eat and, and consume the nutrients that you need properly because of this bad tooth or a foot that slips. So you can't walk. You you can't eat. It's so bad. We don't want to be that type of person. But the type of person that we want to be, hopefully, as good letters of recommendation, even comes later in verse 21 of Proverbs 25. and says, if your enemy is hungry, give him a bread to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him a water to drink. Go the extra mile for you will heap burning coals on his head and the Lord will reward you. The Lord is going to bless you because of that reality. And so the question again is what type of person do you want to be known for? That's a question that we can see in Proverbs 25. That's a, the, the reality that we're kind of talking about through 2 Corinthians chapter 3 being a letter of recommendation. And then in Proverbs 26, it really starts to contrast and use the language of those who are fools and those who are wise. Specifically, it mostly zeroes in on those who would be considered fools. And it just lists over and over and over again, many different ways that we at even at, sometimes as Christians can be fools. And it says even like, like snow in verse one in summer or rain in harvest. So honor is not fitting for a fool, like a sparrow in its flitting like a swallow and it's flying. A curse that is causeless does not alight. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. What kind of person do we want to be? What do we want to be known for? Well, my prayer for us this morning and today as you start your day, if you're listening to this in the morning, is, is I want you to think about, even as what Cody talked about, is being the aroma of Christ, being a true letter of recommendation, meeting the qualifications, so to speak, both in our actions and the way that we display wisdom and in the, in the ways that we treat others. As Proverbs 25 and 26 say, we don't want to be fools. We understand the fear of the Lord is the 
the beginning of wisdom, we want to be those who can truly say we are walking in a way that is befitting the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are living worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what we want to be about as Christians. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. Pastor Ben Blakely will be back again on August 22nd. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.